You're listening to Movie Fighters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Go to greenlitpodcast.com to learn more. You love to fight with something to eat. Sometimes it's savory, sometimes it's sweet. Sad situation. Watch us snack it on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snack Situation. It's the podcast where we eat snacks, and then we talk about the snacks, and then we put the snacks on a list of snacks that we have eaten previously and talked about. It's a pretty straightforward show, honestly. Yeah, it's a sub-podcast to a movie podcast. Because we used to eat the snacks when we watched the movies, which we still do. We still do that, yes. We still do that, but the snack portion of the movie podcast became so wildly popular that it had to break off into its own sub-podcast. That's only partially true, Really, the reason that we broke this off into its own podcast is something to do with what we're doing on this month's show. We started having listeners want to send us snacks from other locales, other countries, (laughs) other places. And we didn't think it was respectful to rush through those snacks on our movie podcast. So we started our own little snacks podcast so we could give those snacks that our, our fans, our listeners send us uh, their due time. Yeah. That's a good explanation of the entire history and origin of this podcast. By the way, I'm Chris Sims and that was Matt Wilson who said all that. Yeah. I I feel like now that we're on uh, the greenlit podcast network, it's incumbent on us to actually explain what this is. <laughs> to actually explain what we're doing and why yeah. we're here. Yeah, so th- that's the deal. We eat snacks on this show, and it started as a segment on a movie podcast, which, you know, we're part of Movie Fighters. This is on the Movie Fighters feed. Mm-hmm. But it became our little spinoff because people want to send us snacks. We've gotten snacks from Australia. We've gotten snacks from Iceland. We've gotten snacks from China. We've gotten snacks from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. We have specifically gone to places to eat snacks. That's true. We've, We've done snack trips, which have been very successful, I think, for the most part. I would say that that our one of our top ranked items on on our comprehensive list of snacks is a destination snack. That would be Dollywood cinnamon bread. Yes, which I'm going back to Dollywood next month, by the way. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Very you exciting. No, I'm going to throw down on that cinnamon bread. What if it's not as good, though? I mean, I perish the thought. Perish the yeah. thought. I d- put it out of your head. I'm a little worried. Uh, but, but, yeah, we, we've, we've stretched ourselves. We, we did some, some baking on last month's episode. But we're back to the original reason for this show this month because mm-hmm. our uh, very kind very generous listener Juan Ortega uh sent us his second collection of these are these are all candy bars and cookies mm-hmm. from South America packaged sweet snacks yes uh i believe Two of these are from Ecuador. Oh, I think they're all from Ecuador, actually. Okay. All right. So direct from the equator come these snacks. Very exciting. Now, Matt, I am curious. What kind of sort of – I was about to say headspace, but it's more of like a tummy space that I'm going for. Like what kind of – what's your status approaching the snacks? Because that that can make a difference, like if we're very hungry. Sure. If I had like a warning sign, mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, if you've ever seen Spaceballs, you know the part of Spaceballs where uh, there's the the various levels of alerts. Uh huh. Where there's like yellow alert, red alert. Finally, there's condition plaid. That's it's, it's not well, Matt. I hate to do this, but if I don't, someone will. Mm-hmm. That's when they go into warp speed. Yeah. 
they go to plaid. They go to plaid. They, yeah. yeah, I guess that's not the alerts. That's the speeds. Yes. Oh, that's right, because that's when they go to ludicrous speed. They go to ludicrous speed. That's and right. They go plaid. Uh, but whatever the case, if if I had that that gradation, mm-hmm. I think I would be in ready for dessert. Great. All right. Now I was extremely ready for dessert uh, about about an hour ago. Uh, because I made uh, dinner tonight. We're recording this evening times, by the way. That is also crucial information for knowing it about our approach to these snacks. I made a congee, uh, which is the sort of slowly uh, simmered rice stew. Uh, and I threw some, uh, I sauteed some mushrooms with some baby leeks and green garlic and a, and a shallot. In there, I made my own little like mixture of spices with some ginger, some basil, a tablespoon of soy sauce to soak the uh, the onion esque items in. Matt, it was one of the best things I've ever cooked in my life. That's that sounds great. I'm very pleased. It was fan dang tastic, and I really enjoyed it. But then, having eaten it, it was it's it's savory. So I craved a sweet. So I did have a a farmer's market, uh, uh, little salted chocolate hand tart. Uh, now I did almost go get a milkshake. Uh-huh. Uh, and usually, what happens is I announce that I want a milkshake, and uh, my wife, who is reasonable, says, "Don't go get a milkshake." Uh, this time she was like. I have I have no real reason why you shouldn't go get a milkshake, but I didn't. I didn't because I knew we were going to do a snack situation, and I know I had to approach these sweets, uh, in in a sweet way. But uh, by the way, if if you're going through that little cold snap here in America, bust out bust out the congee. Get get some get some hearty stews going. That's my that's my advice. Warm your insides with. Uh, delicious stew. I stopped myself from also having a dessert earlier tonight because mm-hmm. I got the next thing to Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes, which at one time I thought were zebra cakes, but I've now discovered are the what they call the fancy cakes. Fancy cakes? Yeah, Go they're, on. They're basically just like vanilla cakes. That are square. Okay. All right. And they taste very much like the Christmas tree cakes. Um, I have some of those in the house, and I was like, maybe I'll have one of those fancy cakes. But it dawned on me, I cannot allow that to happen because uh, I have to, I, I must uh, try these, these cookies and candy bars, which I'm excited about. Here's what I am sure, Chris, is going to be the most difficult part of this snack situation. Mm-hmm. Remembering what the other ones tasted like. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to be our point of comparison. Yeah, I have zero memory of what uh, Minicho and uh, Minicho Duo tasted like. We I, ate them, we ranked them. Yeah, but... I vaguely remember. But I will say, since we're... You know, picking back up with these Ecuadorian snacks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we go, we start in with Manicho, the one we're most familiar with, to to as to try it. Okay, all right. So uh, this is Manicho con Manicris, which seems to be some sort of brand that I am not familiar with. M- Manicris. Mani Chris, M A N I C R I S. Now, Matt, you've been doing you've been Duolingo. I I haven't. I've kind of fallen off for a bit, but uh, I can read most of this Spanish on the on the label. Now, I'm going to assume that Mani Chris means many Chris's, and that's my name. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's a nice thing to think. I believe Mani Chris or Mani Chris is a is a brand name. Because there is a registered trademark symbol. Next yeah, I'm to it. looking it up. It, it looks like a a a nut situation. It, of well, some the, kind. They have a little mascot who wear, who's wearing a hat. Yeah. Uh, who looks like a peanut? Yeah. Now, now hold on. Apparently, hang on. 
apparently you could get uh, four different kinds of money, Chris, from Snackbox Ecuador, which is a company whose logo looks like Dr. Doom. Which, if there's a company out there sending people boxes of snacks, and they're also into Dr. Doom, have I got a podcast sponsorship opportunity for them? Specifically for Ecuadorian snacks. Yeah. Uh, I can verify that the word mani is the Spanish word for peanut. Okay, so like, so so the, the mani in manicho. It's, actually, it's also peanut, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so... I don't. I don't guess that's adding peanuts to it. Uh, Maybe it's a special like, like the usual manicho has like peanuts, but this will have like, like a like their whatever they do to peanuts. Which I guess uh, I'm looking, and it looks like co- cobertura crocante, which I don't Cobert- know what that means. Cobertura crocante is just crispy topping. Okay, it's it's uh, crispy covering. All right. Okay. Co- cobertura is covering. So what this says is milk chocolate bar. Barra de chocolate con leche is milk chocolate bar. That I could get. That I've got. Uh, and peanut with crunchy topping or crispy topping. So that's what we're looking at here. All right. So we're going to do it? Yeah, we're going to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Now, this is a, I would say, what about, actually, I have a ruler here. Uh, this is a bar roughly 13 centimeters long. Uh, I do not know what that is in inches because this ruler is only centimeters. It is from Japan. Uh, a centimeter, there's about two and a half centimeters in an inch. Matt, would you like to hear a fact about me? Yeah. A, a kilogram is 2.2 pounds. Mm -hmm. In my head, every every metric measurement is 2.2 of its corresponding imperial measurement. (laughs) Like, I'm like, Uh, yeah, a kilometer, that's 2.2 miles. No, 2.2 kilometers is a mile? I don't know. uh, this, This bar is roughly... Uh, a little over five inches. Can I say it smells good? A little less than the length of a dollar. The, the chocolate smells very good. Chocolate the scent has hit give it, a, give it a try. Yeah. Cheers. Mm. That's good. Interesting. Very interesting flavor. Yeah. Not as sweet as I expected. Really? It's actually sweeter than I expected. Definite saltiness. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I like the crunch. I like the crunch quite a bit. There's like a flavor I'm expecting that I'm not getting. That's sort of like American candy peanut flavor. Mm-hmm. This is this is more natural, I suppose. I gotta say, um, I like that quite a bit. I I I am I, I almost never go to the the chocolate candy bars. I can't. I honestly cannot remember the last time I bought a chocolate bar. I like uh, a payday. If I if I'm going to get a candy bar, we've we've gone through this many times before on this show and on other shows. We talk about snacks a lot, Matt. Uh, we do. But if I'm going to get a candy bar, it is almost always going to be uh, a payday or or something. Snickers hurt my teeth. Uh, so I don't usually go for the chocolate bar, but this is like, I kind of feel like I could throw down on this. Like this is, is pretty tasty. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It is I'm, a I'm, little, I'm getting the sense that I like it more than you do. Again, like I said, I feel like something is kind of missing from this, but it's hard for me to put my finger on it. Exactly. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. All right. So we have, that was the bar. Now we have. What is remaining is three individually packaged cookies. That's right. So we have. we have previously ranked a Zombo, which is kind of like... By Al Ewing it, from, t- from the pages of 2000 AD. Hilarious. Thank you. 
Now the Zombo that we uh, we ranked before was pretty the straight up regular Zombo, which I think we determined was the Ecuadorian equivalent of like a moon pie. Okay, it's like two cookies covered in chocolate with some cream in the middle. It was it was rather moon pie like. Uh, I'm looking now at Zombo Manicho. Which is a team up, candy team up, yeah, candy team up annual number seven, Ecuador's finest. This actually has the description in English, which is sandwich cookie filled with chocolate flavored cream, covered in chocolate flavored coating and peanut bits. So the, that's where the manicho comes in. The phrase chocolate flavored coating is ominous. Um, yeah, maybe a little. I, I gotta say, I just opened mine. It's not as pretty as the Manicho. Okay. Let me pop this open. The Universal. Oh, we should say, um, Juan did include a note, uh, 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 first of all, explaining why there are only four snacks, as though, as though he had, was required to offer unto us more. Juan, yeah. thank you. This is above and beyond. Uh, apparently the bigger candy store at the airport was closed. So, um, so we got this now, now there is an explanation of the, the Manicho. Apparently these are Japanese style peanuts in, in the. Okay. That explains it. Then they don't, they taste different. I don't know what the, what the difference is, but there's certainly a difference. Oh, yep. Okay, Monte Chris has a Japanese flavor of peanut. What is Japanese peanut flavor? I don't know. We'll have to dig into this a little more. Yeah, I have. Like, I mean, Juan does say it is virtually indistinguishable from a regular mini Joe. So there's that. Uh, um, now the Zombo mini Joe, it, it's not pretty, but I think it looks appealing. It's it's the the chocolate is surely a different shade. Is, does yours have an even distribution of the peanuts? Because mine does not. No, it's it's a little uneven, but I, I see that as a, 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 an appealing imperfection. Yeah, I uh, if you listen, it gives to our it last, a, gives it a handmade look. Rustic, is how yeah, it's rustic. Uh, if you were listening to our last snack situation, I made the cookie again last weekend. Uh, my wife had, uh, like, uh, some grad school people from her cohort over and I make cookies for everyone because I am, I'm, uh, listen, I'm a great host. I handmade from scratch, uh, shortbread chocolate chunk cookies. I did not chill them long enough though. I did like a half hour in the freezer instead of the two hours in the fridge. So they spread out. So they didn't have that great perfect circle look. Uh, so I did describe them as rustic. Also, I found my measuring cup inside the big bag of uh, Demerara sugar that I have, which means I left it there last month and found it like two days ago. Every cook, every chef, every baker has run into that situation. Yeah. All right, let's have a, let's have a bite of this guy. Yeah. You know, it may not have been much for looks. The taste... The taste is great. It's, it's, have you ever had a hit cookie, Matt? I have. This is very evocative of that to me, but I prefer the hit cookie, uh, which is not coated, is the thing. I'd like, I am very surprised that this was the one you were like, yeah, because I am, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. This has the peanut flavor I was looking for. Okay. Not Japanese peanuts. Yeah. This 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 is what I was looking for. I also like the the chocolate cream in the middle, which is a little different from the outer coating. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. This is a winner for me. It's I, I this one definitely ranks it like fine for me. This is fine. Your reaction to this was my reaction to Manicho mm-hmm. con Monicris. Yes. And vice versa. Yes. 
All right, we got another Zombo treat. All right. Uh, these are made by La Universal. The, now, the Manicho, that is also La Universal. Yes, these are all La Universal. That's how they can cross over. Um, you know, Nestle, Nestle, maybe back in the 90s, mm-hmm. Nestle could have gotten the rights to, they could have teamed up. But nowadays, everything's so corporate. Yeah. These candies are never going to cross over again. Yeah. And and also, the guy at Nestle said that thing about uh, the Universal. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, in the 2000s when it got real rough. Th- there's That is such an obscure pull for anyone who is not you and me. I was like, hey, if you got that. That vague ass joke I just made. Let me know, please. Now, Matt, did you get your um? Did you get your uh, Zombo cookies and cream? Uh, which is in English, cookies and cream. Unless that is also the Spanish word for cookies, e crema. Uh, the the word for cookies is galletas. So that and, is not uh, in, crema in Spanish, right? Galletas e crema. No, mine says cookies and cream. Did you get yours out of the package? Not yet. Okay, because it looks like something that's going to fall on Mario. <laughs> um, we should note also that La Universal uh, has been making candies uh, desde 1889, uh, wow. so since 1889. Uh, I do not oh, know. Off the Duolingo says the show off Matt Wilson. I didn't say 1889 in Spanish. <laughs> uh, oh, mine broke in half. I'm broken half coming out of the package. Yeah. Uh, the reason I say it looks like something's going to fall on Mario is uh, it's got like chocolate chips coating it, which gives it a very spiky look. Yeah. A little bit punk rock. A little bit edgy for the kids. The description on the package is uh, doble galleta, rellena con crema, y recubierta con cobertura sabor. A chocolate blanco con gotas sabor a chocolate. Uh, gotas now, is drops. Okay. So it's like chocolate drops. Okay. Which would be like chocolate chips. Like dubstep. It, yeah. It's, we're waiting for the drop. Okay. Uh, now, uh, double galletas. That's, that's two, two little cakes. Two little cookies. Uh, I, I think you also said Rihanna in there, mm-hmm. which is uh, that's that's like princess, right? No, it's filled. It means filled. <laughs> oh, okay. Filled with cream. Okay, and uh, and I then really biffed that one, I guess. Uh, and then basically covered with white chocolate. All right, let's and and uh, chocolate drops. Now that I feel sufficiently humiliated, Matt, let's have a bite. It's probably a word that's close to princess. Mm. Mm. That is much better than I was expecting. Yeah. Got a little bit of coconut flavor in it. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Because a few reasons. One, allow me to make what might be, Chris, a hot take. Usually, cookies and cream stuff sucks. Ooh. Ooh, In America, that is a take. In America, stuff that is cookies and cream flavored. Now, I don't mean cookies and cream ice cream. I don't mean things that have actual bits of Oreo in them. You're talking about like a Hershey's cookies and cream bar. Yeah, I think I'm talking about things that are trying to replicate the taste of Oreos, which is madness. Because, oh my God, this is another one. This is another. I am eating this thing that reminds me of a better thing. But it's 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 not even that. It's like cookies and cream flavored things are a copy of the flavor of an Oreo in ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. So it's never going to be as good. You can't copy Oreo; they already perfected it. I mean, we have we definitely have learned that in the course of our studies. Like Oreos yeah. and uh, Reese's cups are pretty, like. Like, they came up with double stuff, and that was kind of, like, the last innovation we needed. You're right. Every flavored Oreo, gilding the lily. I will say golden Oreos are okay. 
you say like Golden Lily as though they are adding more good things. In our experience, flavored Oreos are more like more like punting the lily into raw sewage. Fair point. Except for Golden Oreos, which are not bad. Okay. But like this is not trying to copy anything. They just took some chocolate cookies. Mm-hmm. They put some cream in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then they covered it in quote unquote white chocolate, which also almost always sucks. <laughs> and instead of making it taste like shitty ass white chocolate, they put some coconut flavor in it. <laughs> oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. Love it. The intensity that you're bringing. Uh, I love it. The, the, word, the word for princess, by the way, is princesa. Okay. Reina. That's what I was thinking. That's queen. Reina is queen. Yes. Yeah. That is true. It, it does have a similar sound to that. Yeah. Reina, Reina de Reinas is a championship. Would you like to hear a true fact? I would love to hear a true fact. Uh, here's what happened. is I was trying to think of where I knew the word Reina from, and I was trying to think of the championship. And I was like, I know it's like Rey de Valadores, and I know it's like Campion Mundial. Uh, and so that's what led me to that. It's really just, I have heard of uh, Chile's, Rele- Chile's Rellenos, uh, which are filled peppers, which I knew. And I, I'm smart, Matt. I really am. Look, nobody expects you... To know all the words in a language you don't speak, it, it that that would be madness. And anyone who has those types of expectations of a person on a podcast is being rude. Do you think we could, if we started right now, assuming that you did not have the advantage of your comprehensive Duolingo? Uh, of of knowing some Spanish words, that's right. Of knowing some Spanish words, do you think we could learn to speak passable, not not good, but passable Spanish, based on what we currently know? If we only tried to learn from snacks, like if we were eating these and I had to figure out what coconut was in in Spanish, well, you would be sol from this package because. Coconut's not on here. Okay. Uh, I could I could probably get like like chocolate blanco. I could probably get that. Yeah. I gotas was the toughest word for me. Goats. Uh, which, well, it, uh, there's actually an English translation be- below that that's hard to see because it's in the like uh, ruffled part of the package. Okay. But the English translation says chocolate flavored chips. Uh, the word gotas actually means drops, like chocolate drops. But they even translated the word to chips. Like Skrillex. Mm-hmm. Just like Skrillex. Just like Skrillex. It's just like Skrillex. This cookie, it's just like Skrillex. Please put that on a commercial. I'm even going to say they can have it for free. Because <laughs> they're, they're going to have enough of a hard time trying to clear that with Skrillex. Where's he at? Have, is he doing anything these days? I haven't heard of him in a while. Well, yeah, Skrillex trying to be in a commercial. Like, look, Post Malone is in commercials now. So, that's where we are. We're at the Post Malone in commercials stage. Would you say we're, like, maybe after that? We're in the during Post Malone in ads era. When he after that will be in the post post Malone and ads era. There we go. Wow, you wow. really took the scenic route to get there. You, <laughs> you knew exactly what I wanted you to do. I did. I knew from the second you did it. Ugh. Unbelievable. Uh, all right, we got one more. We got one more, and I'm actually this is the one I'm most excited about. Tango Cafe. Yes. Now this is this is the Nestle Corporation mm-hmm. trying to like like come at the king really. This is their version of a Zombo. Yeah. Uh, 
It is, uh, according to Juan, the same deal as Zumbo and comes in different flavors. Uh, but this is the only one they have, and it is coffee flavor, yep. which is one of my favorite things, like one of my favorite flavors for candy. The reason I started drinking coffee, because I didn't drink coffee until my late 20s, Matt, because you know, I got a sweet tooth. I, I do know that. The reason, both of us came to coffee late. Me, because I don't like the bitterness. You, because you don't like the heat. Yeah, I, I can't stand the heat. I, I tried drinking coffee when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and didn't mind the taste. It was just too hot. Right. Uh, that's that's That was the long and short of it. Yeah, I think I also like tried to drink coffee as a teenager because it seems like a cool thing to drink. You know? Seems like an adult thing to do. Seems like an adult thing to do. And also, you know, you know caffeine g- gets you through the day. So it seems like a thing that that is going to work for you. And it kind of didn't at all because it's real bitter. <laughs> but now I'll go, I, I'm going to go work at a coffee shop tomorrow, Matt. And I see like kids, like kid kids drinking coffee. Let's be clear. You're going to go do your job that is not working at a coffee shop. Right. I At a coffee shop. We, you and I are professional writers. <laughs> You might not be able to tell from the fact that I don't know what words is <laughs> on this show. Uh, but but yeah, I'm going to go uh, sit at a coffee shop and, and get coffee and uh, take advantage of their Wi-Fi. Here's the in-Spanish description from Tango Cafe. Okay. Uh, dos galletas con crema sabor a café. That means two cookies with coffee cream, coffee-flavored cream. Y cobertura, sabor chocolate con galleta troceada. Oh, right. I never quite got around to finishing my point, which is a recurring problem on the show. Point being, I started drinking coffee as an adult because I like coffee-flavored things. I like coffee ice cream. I like coffee candy, which is something you kind of have to go international for. Like, you have to go to, like, a world market if you want some coffee-flavored candy. Yeah, coffee-flavored candy, not so much an American thing. Coffee ice cream, definitely an American thing. And I feel like something that has become more and more prevalent in my lifetime Mm -hmm. is tiramisu. Tiramisu, yes. Which is the delicious Italian coffee cake. Um. Tiramisu is what convinced me that like things that taste like coffee can be good. Really? Well, I mean, like sweets, because I was never a coffee ice cream person. Hmm. But I and and speaking of tiramisu, that's what this is up against. Okay, so you're, you that's going to be your point of comparison is going to be tiramisu. Yeah. Do you ever this watch is, that anime with that character named tiramisu? No. What's the, what is the anime? I want to say. Is it Slayers, where everybody is named after cakes? Great, now I got to look I, it up. I, I do up. love that as a character naming convention. It's I love ex- the idea of characters being named after things. That's part of the reason why all the humans. I, I don't know if you've, anyone has ever noticed this, but I'm going to give it away here on snack situation. Okay. In Copernicus Jones, Robot Detective, mm-hmm. all the humans have rock names. Like rock and roll, or like the Sailor Moon villains? Like like geological rocks. So like the Sailor Moon villains. <laughs> yeah. Like every every name is is rock-related. May I have some examples? Shale. That's good. That's a good name, actually. Uh, the, in the new, in the current story, the family that owns the uh, aviation company is Roca Aviation. Which is Spanish word for rock. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, the way the way you set that up, I'm sure that's just the second one that came to mind. The way you set that up was that you got one, and then it got really difficult. <laughs> no, there are more. I just that's the second one that came to mind. Um, but yeah, that's that's the gag of all the human names in uh, Copernicus Jones. Apparently, there is an anime called Space Battleship Tiramisu, which is not what I was looking for. 
I like it. Sorcerer Hunters. Sorcerer Hunters. That's the one. I used to re- I used to get the t- the Tokyo Pop circa turn of the centuries. Uh I used to that used to be like my my manga jam until uh it until I got tired of manga because I tried to read Love Hina and it made me basically hate manga for 8 years. Um the the names of the characters are there's uh there's uh Tiramisu is a character. Okay. Uh there's Chocolamisu. Alright. Uh there is uh Carrot Glace. So like carrot cake. Yeah. Marron Glace. Okay. Uh Ghetto Mocha. Alright, another coffee thing. Uh-huh. And, well then I guess Big Mama and Daughter are pretty Cinnamon Tea. Is another character in Chiffon Cake. Everybody's named after cakes in, in the in Sorcerer Hunters. I should go back and see if Sorcerer Hunters is good, because I suspect it is not. Yeah, that that could be uh I guess for comics catch up on that podcast that Ooh, we do. Yeah, let's read eight volumes of Sorcerer Hunters. This Tango Cafe. Uh it is uh the 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 con galleta tro, troceada is uh, kind of throwing me because that's that's basically chopped cookie. No, I, I don't really know what that means. No, Matt, I, I just noticed something. Um, these don't have like American style nutritional facts, right? No, they don't. They do. What not. we have is something that I think is amazing. Now, I think we talked about this the last time we did these. Did we? Yeah, we talked about the uh, whether – there are three items, uh, azucar, which is sugar. Yes. Grasa, which is fat. Which is fat. And sal, and which is salt. Sal, which is salt, yes. Yeah. I got those I got right. Eat it. Uh, and it's a traffic – I will. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a traffic light system that yeah. tells you if it is uh, bajo, which I can tell from context is, is low – Low, medio, or alto, which is high, which I know from music. Folks, we are smart, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people are going to think this is a podcast for babies. But no, I'm just proud that I know what what the word high is. Anyway, this is high in in, uh, Azucar and Grasa. Here's the interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Alto also means stop. Interesting. Now, see, that's what I thought. Because the because that one you always see the sign in the restaurant. That's the that's a stop sign. Yeah, that's alto. what that's what stop signs in Spanish say. Alto. So so it's like a fun pun. It's it's high, but also stop. But also stop. It's the red light. Yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah, I love learning about puns in other languages. That is a hard fact. I read just today. Uh, I can hear the excitement in your voice. <laughs> I read just today an article that uh, a South Korean grad student wrote mm-hmm. about how you don't get all of the uh, sort of class comparison and and satire in Parasite if you're an English speaker. Okay. Because – the subtitles, like stuff, gets lost in translation. Mm-hmm. And she was explaining some of the stuff that got lost, and it's very interesting. Like, like pet names, family pet names, and stuff. Hmm. It it uh, tells you more about the familial relationships in the movie than uh, than the subtitles would tell you. For example, there's a part in that movie where these two women are having an argument, and they keep calling each other sis. Mm-hmm. Which seems kind of weird to an English speaker. But in Korean, there are actually two words for sister. There's younger sister and older sister. Okay. And they keep alternating in their argument, showing their status to one another as the sort of ah, interesting. flow of the argument changes. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, Matt, no, I, Matt, I'm assuming based on that, you have seen Parasite. I have, yes. The Academy of Warm-Wooding film. Uh, and one that deserved one. Finally won, Chris. Yeah, I have also seen uh, Parasite. It's very, very good. I own it now. 
It's an excellent movie. Yeah, we wanted to we wanted to watch it, and it was uh, unavailable to rent. So we were just like, "F it." <laughs> you know what? I bet it's good. Yeah, we gonna try the snack. Yeah, let's open this guy up. Yeah, kind of just want to talk now, about Parasite for a little. Yeah, bit. I do too. Hey, okay, so uh, Aiden blew my mind last night because uh, we were talking about it as as the Oscars were on, and. Uh, I didn't realize until I thought about it for like five seconds that they built that house and then like, like the, the rich people's house and then the poor family's house was all on a soundstage. Yeah. It's a set. Yeah. Like they, they flooded it. That was, that was, that's the only way they could flood it like that is to build it. Yeah. But it doesn't like, it definitely doesn't look like a soundstage. And then looking at the thing about how they built the house, and then kind of realizing that in my head, because I hadn't even thought about it, because when movies are really well-made, all of the the well-made stuff is invisible, right? Yeah. You don't notice the effects. You don't notice uh, the acting. And I, it took me reading about it and like seeing the concept sketches to be like, Oh, they didn't just find the perfect house and then write the movie around it. They wrote this movie that required them to have an environment that was very specific so people could like hide under tables and be around corners and come up through that fucking bizarre stairway. Yeah, and uh, we're going to stop talking about it there in case you haven't seen Parasite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Parasite's good. Watch, watch that movie. Parasite uh, right. would go pretty high on the movie fighters list. Let's uh, let's eat this yeah. coffee flavored concoction. I can tell from the start. Okay, first of all, this is considerably bigger than a zombie. Oh yeah, it's big. And as soon as I opened it, ooh, a hard hit of coffee. Hard smell. hit of co- like, not like a coffee scent. Smells like coffee grounds. Smells like coffee grounds. Which, which I don't know if that's exciting or not. Makes me a little hesitant to eat it. Um, also, a little. Brittle, a yeah, it crumbly. Looks, it looks a little crumbly. Yeah, I will say it, the the little crunchies on top are more evenly distributed, and I find it's that a, uh, appealing. I find that less appealing. I prefer a little bit of a handmade look. It's like when uh, beloved actor Brian Cox talks about a quarter pounder and how the perfection of a quarter pounder is in its imperfections. You seen that, that ad? <laughs> That's an ad? There's an ad. You don't actually see Brian Cox. Matt, can you, you do a Brian hearing. Cox impression? I don't think I can. But you you just hear him, right? Wolverine! And he's just saying, The quarter pounder with cheese, you might think it's perfect, but in fact, it's a huge combination of imperfections. The cheese draped over the top. Just... Just so imperfectly draping over the corners, that other slice of cheese underneath. And basically the takeaway from the ad is that he wants to fuck that quarter pounder. (laughs) Matt, Matt, I gotta say, Succession Season 3 sounds wild. (laughs) It sure does. All right, let's eat this cookie. All right. All right. All right, here we go. Real coffee scent. Heavy coffee scent. Coffee flavor, not as strong as I thought it would be. Yeah. Compared to the smell, Mm -hmm. the coffee flavor is very mild. Yeah, and it's it's mostly on the back end. Mostly on the back end, and it's kind of kind of bitter. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I was expecting it to be much uh, stronger based on the smell. Yeah, and and I mean, again, like if I'm comparing this to delicious tiramisu, no contest. Hey, Matt, Matt, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. You have to recognize that a packaged candy from Nestle that was purchased at an airport candy shop is not something you can realistically compare to a slice of tiramisu. (laughs) Matt, you, that's what the show you is. Have to, you have to comprehend that. But Chris, part of the idea of this podcast 
is that we could compare this Ecuadorian cookie bought at an airport against homemade tiramisu that we made. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a fair point. (laughs) But, I mean, we could also compare it against Mountain Dew Green Label, which... It's better than that. Yeah, it's way better better than than that. All of these are not bad. I think there are gradations of how good these are. Yeah, no, I would I would say all of these. My least favorite was the was this uh, Minicho, the Zumbo Minicho, uh, which is fine. I think my least favorite is the one we just tried, the Tango Cafe. I actually like it quite a bit. I wish the initial smell wasn't so strong. Yeah, the smell is a little off-putting, and... This is this is the one that I would like pass off to somebody else when I ate half of it. Mm-hmm. I I probably wouldn't eat the whole thing. All the rest of them, I'll eat as soon as we're done recording. Yeah. No, I will say uh, I did eat dinner, and I did have a dessert, and I am on a medication that is an appetite suppressant. <laughs> so, uh. I have no desire to eat. I've eaten half of each of these. I have no desire to eat anymore. And I think the only one that is going to hold up at all is the Manicho bar, because I can just fold that over. The other three are kind of a lost cause. Uh, The one that I will immediately eat when we're finished here is the Zombo cookies and cream. Okay. I did like that one. That little, little, little sprinkling of coconut was pretty decent. It thought. makes all the difference. I think I think what it is is not intentional like going hard in it coconut flavoring. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a little like uh coconut coconut oil in the white chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not like an overpowering coconut, which I think a lot of people don't like coconut, and that's silly. But like I think what they don't like is that it does tend to be used in such a way that overpowers other things, which is why people are like, oh, I don't like coconut and chocolate, but everybody likes fucking macaroon. Coconut can have a bit of an off-putting texture when it's like just that kind of like shaved, chewy coconut. Mm-hmm. But when you toast it, all that goes away. Case in point, a... Uh, Girl Scout Samoa or Caramel Delight. Yeah, again, nobody ever says I don't like Caramel Delights. If you said that, people would uh, like they would they would start asking you who won the World Series because you might be a Russian spy. I do not know who won the World Series. That's because that coconut is toasted, right? Mm-hmm. Toasted coconut's a little better because you don't get the texture that is off-putting to people. And yeah, this doesn't have the texture that's off-putting to people because it's just coconut oil. I guarantee it. Yeah. And and you put the coconut you put you gotta put the coconut through a science. You gotta get at the Maillard reaction. Uh-huh. Uh which if you don't know, because listen, I'm smart. I'm glad that this has become a uh a, a, a journey for you now to prove that you're an intelligent person. Yeah. The Maillard reaction is the technical name for like why something uh, turns darker when it is heated. Uh, it is why steaks get cooked, basically, why they turn brown. It's it's browning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which somebody like there was like a uh, like a uh, Master Chef or something where they were like, "Hey, you've got to pick a." Uh, one of these science things to illustrate, and none of them knew what the Maillard reaction was because none of them wanted to do the Maillard reaction. And I'm like, literally, you just have to sear a steak and be like, this is the Maillard reaction, and everyone will go, wow, delicious. Steak, yeah. who knew? Right. Car- caramelization. Yeah. Duh. Get, get like, all you would have had to do, because none of them knew what it was called, but all they would have had to do, Matt, is caramelize some onions and make a steak. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to ranking in just a minute after these quick promos for some other Greenlit Podcast Network shows. 
They say with age comes wisdom. Well, over here at the Cartridge family, we only have one question. Who are they? <laughs> Join three imperfect dads as they juggle kids, wives, and jobs while indulging in their favorite hobby, playing video games. The Cartridge Family, a Greenlit Network podcast. The award-winning Go Nintendo podcast covers the latest Nintendo news while also diving into what's hot in pop culture, music trivia, hands-on impressions, and so much more. Hopefully we can make you laugh, too. You'll find new episodes of the Go Nintendo podcast on the Greenlit Podcast Network every single week. So I'm, I'm thinking we're probably going to have a little disagreement in our rankings here. Yeah, I don't – again, I think we're both on the side of none of these are bad. All of them are quite edible. All of them are quite edible. You're on the – you have the notion that the Manicho con Manicris is better than the original Manicho, correct? Uh, I definitely – like. I could absolutely see this if this was at uh, Target. What's the Spanish word for Target? Uh, I think it's just Targeta. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> uh, if this was at, at Targeta, uh, I would uh, like. It, I could see it being a go-to when I was in the line, and if I had, like, I was hungry for a snack because I I sometimes go to Target on the way home from the gym. Uh I, I, I do feel like it could it, it could be a uh, a real taste sensation for me. The word for the actual Spanish word for target because I had to look it up is objetivo. So like objective. Okay. Your your target is also your objective. But I mean, is that the word for like? Is that just like a synonym? Like sure. Like, because a target and an objective can mean the same thing, but they can also mean very different things. And the target that is in the target logo is a is a bullseye, an actual bullseye. A, um, a ojo de toro, del toro. Very good. Um, and uh, tarjeta, which I knew was a word, a word, is the word for card, like a playing card, okay. or like a business card, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. So here's what we got. We've got Manicho, the original Manicho, on the list between Migos white cheddar with a dab of ranch chips and Renfest turkey leg. We're saying this is better than that? I, I mean, on the one hand, you know that I generally prefer savory snacks to sweet snacks. And I do mm-hmm. like the Migos white cheddar with a dab of ranch uh, chips. but. There was also Migos popcorn, right? There was also Migos popcorn. It, it ranked much lower. Okay, uh, but I feel like right above that is North Pole Nutty Bars, which are a very easy comparison to this. And I do feel like this is—I mean, this is probably better than a North Pole Nutty Bar for me. Okay, is it better than Steak on a Steak from the Ren Fair? <sighs> I mean. It's. I don't think it's as good as the Renfair pecan roll, and I don't know if it's as good as the Netherlands Stroopwafel McFlurry, because that was the best of those little weird experiments. Okay, then I think here I think the real point of comparison we got to make though then is you're at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. You talked about this being a go-to at Target. Yeah, you're at the movie theater. You have. A mere three fifty to spend. Well, then I better leave. <laughs> There's a three fifty small popcorn, or you can Where's buy this movie theater. I want to go there. Or you could buy the Manicho con Manicris for three fifty. Um. Okay. First of all, Matt, three fifty. I mean, that's not a good price for popcorn, but. Judging it by the prices of popcorn, it's a very good price. Three fifty for this candy bar would be ridiculous. Uh, that's fair. I, I, I probably I, shouldn't. I was trying to find like a middle road price for the two. I do wish we had financial information because, as we have often said, value is a component, and these value just showed up at our houses. That's true. I do think, though, 
I would opt for popcorn every time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but I, but I also feel like that's situational too, right? Because like you're at a movie theater. But honestly, if I was, I might buy popcorn. They have popcorn at Target, and I might buy that. Yeah. Would this go above the Whitaker's Coconut Slab, a thing that is just a slab of coconut covered in chocolate? I mean, that thing was actually pretty good. It was good as hell. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't think it's. I don't think it is that high for me. It also had toasted coconut, which yeah. is a huge improvement on coconut. So, going between Whitaker's Coconut Slab and Steak on a Steak from the Renaissance Festival, uh, Manicho con Manicris. Now, are you, you're comfortable with that rating? I am comfortable with that rating, but you're going to do a compromise with me in a minute. Okay. That, uh, that, next you up, know, that's only fair. Next up, we have Zombo Manicho, a uh, devious Dr. Moreau-like <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> devious? Where, where does this one go, Chris? Is it better than Manicho Duo? Which was uh, a manicho with white and milk chocolate on it. I have, z- I can still the the scent of the coffee is still very strong. Just with this thing sitting on my desk, it's very strong. Yes, uh, I have zero memory of the manicho duo. Um, I do have memory, however, of Tim Tam's Black Forest and Sweets from the Philippines, uh, the Japanese Kit Kats, Cloud Nine, Five Star, and the Chalk Nut. Uh, which I do think those – for me, those were better than this. But again, I am willing to compromise with you based on where you end up. I I mean I liked this a good amount. Also though, compared to other chocolate treats with peanuts, you know, this would be fairly low-ish on my list. I do think this would go above apple cinnamon ice cream though. Which was just cinnamon ice cream. Yeah. That melted really fast. It did melt really fast. So let's put between Sweets from the Philippines and Apple Cinnamon Ice Cream, Zombo Manicho. Okay. All right. That is – that's fair. Finally – or not finally, penultimately, is Zombo Cookies and Cream – I love yeah, this. Yeah, best of the bunch. Thing. Best of the bunch. I think easily. Um, now the original Zombo is quite high uh, between the baked apple turnover from the apple it ain't festival being that. and lemonades. Ooh, ooh, lemonades are a good. That's a strong contender to be up against. That's a good even match. It, I it, think it is. I I gotta say though this is better than the original Zombo. I I can put it right above the original Zombo. Do, do you think it's better than a baked apple turnover though? I mean the specific no. baked apple turnover from the Apple Festival in Hickory, North Carolina. Yeah, it was good. I mean a baked apple turnovers generally yeah. pretty good. I mean you app look if you have apple and you like heat it up and put sugar on it. Not, like and then maybe you do some other stuff. And nine times out of ten, you're going to end up some pretty good. Yeah, you wrap it in a flaky pastry. You, you got something yeah. good there. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to just put this right above the original Zombo, regular chocolate cream in the middle Zombo. Okay. Then I think that is where we should put this uh, Zombo uh, cookies. cookies oh, that's right. That was in English. Uh, probably the best. I mean, I think you, I think you nailed it. Uh, probably the best cookies and cream snack, like non ice cream. The the best version of the flavor on another item that I think I've I've had. It's not trying to be Oreo flavored, <clears throat> which is the mistake of all cookies and cream flavored things. Yeah. All right. Finally, we got uh, the Tango Cafe, which is fine, but not. Uh, no great shakes for me. I thought it was tasty. It, I do. I the scent is still hanging in the air. 
I think the the wild difference between scent and flavor has got to dock this thing a few points. Yeah, I think so too. And I also feel like I ate half of this thing, which is, I mean, it's a it's a pretty decent size. What would you say, Matt? It's I mean, substantial. I, it's it's roughly uh, seven centimeters in diameter. I would say it's. Its contents would be netto 27 grams. <laughs> I had to get out a ruler. <laughs> it's it's substantial. I ate half of it, though, and I feel like after I brush my teeth, because I'm, I'm about to go to, to bed after this, and I feel like after I brush my teeth, I'm still going to smell like coffee. I get that. Yeah, I sort of have that feeling, too. Yeah. It, it's it's fine. I, is it Manucho con Monicris good? I mean, no. I definitely, I definitely rather eat a North Pole Nutty Bar than this. Yeah, I think like I think Nestle has has tried to come at the king at, at La Rey, at, at El Rey. El Rey. They've tried to come yeah. at El Rey. That one I got, and uh, and they missed. Trying to get into that market, make a make a zombo. But they're on Yon Combo's home ground, man. I think it's I think it's less of a miss than some other like attempts to come at the king. No, it's not like tried. a failure like those those peanut butter cups. Yeah, those peanut butter just, cups. What are you that, thinking? That turned to ash in my mouth. Yeah. What are you thinking with those? So let's see. We've got a, a pretty big bunch of little debbies right together okay i'd probably rather eat a chocolate christmas tree cake than this i don't know i'm not a fan of the chocolate christmas tree like, again i like coffee flavoring and i feel like the chocolate the, the chocolate christmas tree cake pretty good it's it's not as good as the ctc classic the ctcc not as good as the ctc classic but the, this list demonstrates that Eggnog rolls may be close. I would maybe be willing to put it above the holiday spice Christmas tree cakes. The holiday spice Which, Christmas tree cakes, I remember being disappointing. They were dry. They're very dry. They were dry. Yeah. All right, Matt. I think I think we've 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 discovered the place. I think well, is it, it above or below eggnog rolls? Nog is a much harder flavor to translate to a sweet than coffee. There's a yeah. local chocolatier, chocolatey confections here in Durham, North Carolina, uh, and I I get like a hot chocolate from her every week. Uh, I buy a lot of her candies. They're all made with like local ingredients. Like she teams up with like other people at the farmers market. So like her ginger candy is from the the like, uh, Queen George's ginger. She made coffee using the coffee from uh, the the people that I get coffee from, who are super nice. She made eggnog truffles for Christmas, and I got really excited. And Matt, I gotta say, they were disappointing. Compared even to the Little Debbie eggnog rolls. Yeah, I think eggnog is a harder a harder flavor to translate, for whatever reason. Okay, so we're gonna put Tango Cafe between eggnog rolls and Holiday Spice Christmas tree cakes. Yeah. Alrighty. That will do it then for this snack situation. Thank you again to Juan for sending these snacks. Um, we could not be more appreciative of when someone chooses to do us the kindness of sending us some um, snack foods from uh, the the global marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a real treat to be able to try these international snacks. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much, Juan, for, for sending this over. This is, these are great. If you want to get in touch with us, perhaps about some international snacks or some other thing, uh, you can email us at moviefighterscast at gmail.com. That's the Movie Fighters email account, which also serves as Snack Situation Central. Uh, our website is moviefighterscast.com, which is will take you to our Libsyn page, which has all our episodes on it. Our theme is by Matt Fisher, the Snack Situation theme. Uh, you can find us 
I'm at mattdwilson.net where you can find all my stuff. Chris, where can people find you? Everybody can find me, Matt, at uh, the-isb.com. That is my website, and it has links to pretty much everything that I do uh, around the web. Comics that you can read, uh, columns that I have written online, other podcasts that I do, some of which you can find right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. And you can fund this show, our snack tastings, by heading over to patreon.com slash Ajax and kicking in as little as $1 a month to help fund our bad eating habits. <laughs> we have good. We have good eating habits, Matt. Just not on mic. Not on mic. See you next month, everybody. Have a great month, and remember, everybody, stay hungry. This has been a Kaleidos Media production.